What the fuck are you doing here, little buddy? Yeah, buddy. Sometimes you just got to hit him with the hit him with the Leahy real quick at the top hit him of the, the show. Leahy, hit him with the Leahy. Hit him with the Leahy. Hit him with the Leahy at a baseball bat. <laughs> gotta, gotta. Oh boy, what's going on, man? I've been watching their animated show. They just came out with another season of the animated show. Oh, oh don't worry, I've seen it. Oh boy, it's pretty fun. It's so fun. You know what I realized? You- I realized they were like, "Hey, we've had this construct, and it's worked really well for this whole time." And if we just put it in a cartoon world, we can really blow it out of the water and do like literally whatever we want. And also those guys are all in their fifties. You can't keep doing the trailer park boys live shit forever. Yeah. Like they're you, pro- get, you can get another 20 seasons out of the animated show. And and these guys do the voices. Yeah. And, and these guys literally have to show up at a recording studio in Los Angeles for, for like two days or yeah, something. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was going to say like probably a week, maybe two weeks tops to get everything in the can and like good to go. And then they're like, okay, see when the cartoon's ready. And they all just go <laughs> cash a million dollar check. And it's like, yeah, man, do that every year. Yeah. Like, like on some South park shit and you'll be good to go. Absolutely. Um, I'm good, man. I'm good. I, uh, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Got my big standing energy up again. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was yeah. on the Patreon, wasn't it? So, because of what we're talking about today, I think I'm going to make the Patreon episode from last week public. We hey! haven't done that in a long time. And it will give some good context to, we're essentially doing like an extended version today of what we did on the Patreon last week. So, Which we've never done before, go, but it was uh, a ripe vein that we're going we, we're gonna to keep. We stumbled upon something that we've really got a lot of joy out of. So, we're going to keep it going for another episode. For those of you who don't know... Uh, we do a second episode of this show every single week. It comes out on Fridays. The one you're listening to right now is coming out on a Tuesday. Uh, for just five bucks a Wednesday, month. Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, yeah. Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, you know, you know somewhere in there. Depending on where you are. Uh, for just five bucks a month, you can, uh, if you go to patreon.com slash whatifpodcast, it's just five bucks a month and you get access to our back catalog of those episodes, which is over a hundred episodes deep right now that you probably never heard before. Plus you get a a new second one, uh, every single week that just pops up into your podcast feed in a different little stream only for our supporters. So we got hundreds of folks over there that support the show and we appreciate y'all. And if you want to hear the precursor to this week's episode, uh, go to patreon.com slash what if podcasts, we'll make that one free and you can uh, check it out. And if you choose to support us, we would love you for it. Yeah, we were talking about uh, haunted NBA players. <laughs> Timmy the <laughs> Ghost Boy. Yes. Uh, NBA players encounters with haunted places. Yes. So I found some more paranormal sports stories for us this week. Oh, buddy. Oh, we're going to do so, it. Yeah, if you, if you, if you want to hear the, the Timmy the Ghost Boy story that started us down this path, check out the Patreon from last week. This will make sense on its own also. Um, But before we get there, we must Mm -hmm. discuss our, I was trying to, I was trying to think of a rhyming word for joy that rhymed with must discuss our, and I couldn't get there. So I'm going to go ahead and just turn my rapper card back in (laughs) to uh, proper authorities and I'm going to leave. Thank you very much for the participation. (laughs) Got him. <laughs> but um <laughs> nailed it. You nailed uh, it. Yeah, we, we got to do our joy for the week. We got to do our joy. But hit me with your joy. What you got? Oh, boy. Show um, me what absolutely you got. none for the last 48 hours. <laughs> I have exactly zero. Mm, um, what happened? Let me hey, see. Hey, you told me, it's, man, when I said that to you, you're like, you got to fight for it. You got to find it. I know. Um. All right. I'll give one, this... This is not really in the spirit, but I'll give one that is more in the spirit after. Okay. I got paid yesterday for a gig that I did in December. <laughs> hey, you know what? I'll allow it, man. I'll, I'll, that That is in the vein. I'll allow it. When you, when you freelance for a living, sometimes uh, your whole life becomes chasing down invoices, and sometimes that takes six months. 
but uh, got it done yesterday after six months. Hey, bro, that's totally worthy of joy. If you have a second one, I want to hear it. But I'm just saying that is in the vein, in the way of being like, hey, the daddy brought home the bacon. It worked. Uh, my second one is that I'm going to get high and watch some golf videos on YouTube as soon as we're done recording <laughs> golf videos. Is that your new jam? Yeah, man. Yeah. 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 There's this, uh, I should know what it, I think it's called golf sidekick or something. Mm. It's, it's this, um, yeah. Golf sidekick. It's this South African dude who lives in Thailand and he just goes and plays golf and films himself and his buddies playing golf and like narrates it. And he's pretty good, and he's got this philosophy that is just like golf should be fun, and also the more fun you have, the better you'll probably be. No, oh, sick. And he's got this uh, really sweet South African accent, and it's just very pleasant. I love it. I love mm-hmm. it. That sounds very pleasant. It is. He wears cool bucket hats. It's it's just a good time. You gotta wear cool bucket hats, bro. Oh, there's speaking of there's a there's a bucket hat in our store now. Oh <laughs> yes. I was trying to find one the other day because I wanted a bucket hat to play golf in. I wanted a white bucket hat, and I couldn't find one anywhere that wasn't, like, really expensive and stupid. So I was like, I'll just make one in our store and order myself one. You went, but it's also there if you guys want it. You went white. White, yeah. On some, like, white real Gilligan, Gilligan shit, bro. Yeah. I mean, I could put other colors in the store. I bought myself a white one with uh, a green embroidered What If logo on it phenomenal shop at what if podcast.com if you want to golf in a fucking <laughs> white bucket hat with our logo on it that got to keep the sun off your head and preach. what's a more classic golf color combo than white and green preach what's how much does it cost um i don't know because i paid the wholesale we don't take a profit price but i'm guessing that's not what the rest of y'all are gonna pay and that was not my question <laughs> but thank you for for letting me know I paid like $14. I think it's 20 something. Okay. Tight, 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 tight. Uh, I mean, we can make it whatever we want. We can decide that right now, bro. It would be super funny if we were just like, we make zero profit on the golf hats and we're just trying to see how many people we can get to rock the white bucket. We, okay. Then then they're $14. (laughs) Yo, I love this idea. We pay just cost. Or we don't pay anything. All we're handling is cost. Well, y'all got to take care of shipping too. We're not going to pay your shipping for you. No, we're not losing money for y'all to look pretty. But if y'all, if y'all want to help us not gain any money, (laughs) so you can look look, pretty, look handsome, uh, go to shop.whatifpodcast.com. Oh, last one. I have, I have one more future joy. Bro, Uh, you said you had no joys and you're about to give me your third and I love it. Well, Two of them haven't happened yet, so but it's like anti- the joy of anticipation of good things, you know. And and honestly, right now, more than ever, you got to have that because boy, there's not a whole lot of things to anticipate. No sir, I got, no sir. I got Bob. my my copy of uh, Chuck Tingle's newest full length novel. Oh, give it to me. Uh, it's the it's Harriet Porber. It's a ah. it's a Harriet Potter, but with trans characters because fuck J.K. Rowling story. Amazing, <laughs> amazing. Anyway, I got. I'm gonna start reading it. Um, I also have a a three person book club going with ooh, it. Where ooh, oh dip. We're just gonna hop on Zoom and read it to each other, popcorn style. Oh dip. Because <laughs> the best way to experience a Chuck Tingle book is reading it aloud for the first time. Reading erotica out loud to your friends. We, uh-huh. we had that experience also on the Patreon not so long ago, guys, if you want to go support it. Uh, the, the actual title is Trans Wizard Harriet Porber and the Bad Boy Parasaurophilus, an adult romance novel. Fabulous. Truly, mm-hmm. deeply fabulous. Anyway, what do you got? Um. All right. So before we get into it, stick with us, guys. Before we get into it, uh, before we get in, in, into our paranormals, I got a, I got a quick story for you, Spencer. Okay. And it requires you to watch a 20 second video. Okay. That I'm literally texting you now. Okay. I'm going to pull it up on this other computer so that our listeners can uh, at least hear the audio. Oh, can you get the audio to, to work? 
Yeah, I think so. Okay, that's important. So you texted it to me? That's important. Yeah, it's just apparently because it's 25 seconds, it's taken a second to get delivered. Apparently. Apparently. Oh, it's a, apparently, it's, it's a video of you in your backyard. It is okay. of me in my backyard. You feel free to narrate away. I'll, here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm going to say. If you go to at what if pod on Instagram, this will be posted when you are hearing this. Okay. <laughs> Let me, how do I make something? How do you expand a video in iMessages? Um, I'm looking at, I'll just watch it small. All right. So I've got a, this is, it's like a ring backyard cam. It is. Uh, the video starts with Ryan walking across his backyard towards what appears to be a hammock. It is. Hummock. Possibly a canoe. No, that's a hammock. Giving it a little test. Uh-oh, he's way too high. He's coming in high. His standing energy is too strong. Going for a sit. Riding pretty low. Oh, no! <laughs> you tied it to the fence post? Okay. Oh, buddy. So. Oh, buddy. Ryan not only <laughs> fell, he ripped <laughs> his fucking fence post out of the ground. <laughs> oh shit <laughs> yo i was on the i was on did the, it snap or did it come out of the, the concrete oh snapped right at the base bro snap oh, right at the my base goodness the thing that's ab- incredible the thing about it is that hammock had been hung that way for literally like the last three months and everything was fine that's remember my joy from like two weeks ago where i was like i was reading yeah. in my hammock that's the hammock, bro. I had no reason to believe that anything so, was at so wait, risk. So one's on the fence post. The other one, is it this tree over here to the left? Cor- is that where the other side is tied? It is. Correct. Oh, man. So I don't know if you got the audio or not, <laughs> but one, the snapping sound of that post is hilarious. Oh, uh, hold on. Hold on. Let me let me go back. I had I had it up, but it was pretty quiet. There we go. <laughs> it's like it's like a fucking like a lumberjack just took down a redwood. And bro, we had like a rubbermaid <laughs> container in the yard and the fence post knocks over the rubbermaid container and my dog is inside and can hear it and you can hear my dog start barking like what the fuck was that? And then my initial human reaction is just to laugh my entire ass off cuz it was so funny in the moment. I'm going to turn it up a little bit and play one more time. Do it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. That's amazing. It's right at the gate, too. That sucks. I mean, that's that's probably part of your problem. That those gates are heavy, so it's already under some some duress there. Yeah, totally. And it's in concrete, just like poured into the concrete. Man, I. I've shared that's, that with a handful really beautiful. of beautiful. <laughs> thank you. I've shared that with a handful of people and I was like, you know what? I'm going to, I have there. I got a whole bunch of people. I could probably bring some joy to real quick. <laughs> and that is, ex- I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and put that on our Instagram right now. That's what I was going to do. Look, here's what you got to do. The caption has to be, I was going to go with <laughs> your standing energy is too strong, bud. <laughs> <laughs> are you sitting energy maybe <laughs> i mean maybe but yeah it is it's definitely sitting energy i just you have to tell people to put the sound on because the sound really makes mm. it mm. so sound what about, on what about when your your standing potential energy turns into sitting kinetic energy <laughs> Sure. <laughs> or whatever physics version of that is actually yeah, i was gonna say i, I was gonna say <laughs> i don't know if that's right or know not. how that actually works <laughs> oh man I, the way that or I do I just post it with just the, the, the caption is just sound on yes 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 100% <laughs> that's the right answer sound on is the is the right answer uh, and there she goes all right perfect the the way that I explained this to a couple people was I was like I've been doing a comedy podcast for three years and this is far and away the funniest thing I'll ever do <laughs> just <laughs> aggressively falling on my ass in my backyard. <laughs> like I said, I was on the phone with a homie and I was like, no, there's nobody out here and no one's going to get to the see it. And my homie was like, Hey, don't you have a security cam in your backyard? And I was like, Oh, I do have a security cam in my backyard. 
and a hundred percent went and grabbed the clip and I was like, this will pay, this will pay out dividends. I'm keeping this. amazing. Amazing. Anyway, at what if pod on Instagram, if y'all want to see me eat shit in my own backyard gang, that's my joy for this Hell week. Yeah. Cause it really legitimately has made me laugh really hard multiple times watching myself be an idiot. All right. Um, we're going to be all over the paranormal sports board for the next 45 minutes or so. Can we play paranormal sports bingo? Ooh, what would be on the card? Um, I think it's like 50% paranormal things and 50% either sports or athletes. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Sure. I don't know. Maybe that's that was a good bit. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> that was a great bit. I'm just thinking <laughs> really like if we actually, <laughs> if we actually made it real quick, we could play throughout the episode. Oh yeah. That's a lot of work. All right. How about I just talk about ghosts here for it. All right. Downtown Milwaukee at the Fister hotel is where MLB teams typically stay when they're in town to play the Brewers. Okay. Um, it's 120 years old. And it is allegedly haunted by Chuck Fister, who died in 1927. So for those of y'all who don't know, because you're not subscribed to the Patreon like you should be, we were talking about a haunted hotel and teams traveling to it last week on that one. But this is not the same hotel. No, that one was in Oklahoma. This one's in Milwaukee. You know, that one was NBA. This one's MLB. I did have a thought after we recorded that episode in anticipation for this episode, which is that it makes okay if track with me for one sec before you dive into this story if Mm -hmm. it's true that ghosts are dead people that Mm -hmm. haven't passed over their energy is still in a place like chuck perhaps like chuck perhaps it does in a lot of ways make sense that hotels in particular are places where more people have died than any other place. Huh? Lots of people die in hotels. (laughs) Well, don't you think like over 120 years, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, if my house is occupied by a family for 50 years. Oh, you're just saying, cause it houses lots of people simultaneously, right? The volume of people and the volume of turnover. I would just think logically more people would die in that location than they would in like, Uh, uh, an individual by that home. logic by that logic though like nursing homes should be the most haunted places on earth maybe they are you know you're what? probably not doing a lot of that's traveling if you're near death i guess is what i'm saying yeah that's true that's true but maybe that's why it's like like from traumatic things like people getting like murdered mm. or suicides or like crazy stuff like that killed by ghosts Kill, getting killed by the ghosts <laughs> to make more ghosts <laughs> You're a double ghost. It's like in checkers when you get to the other side. Boom. Ghost on ghost. Ghost on ghost on ghost. It's like vampires, bro. You get bit, you become a vampire. Except in this case, it's just a piggyback ride with a ghost. Okay. That sounds way more fun than getting bit. <laughs> double ghost. Uh, no, no, no. I don't know how it kills you, but I'm saying once you are a ghost who's been killed by a ghost, you then have to carry that ghost around on your back for the rest of the time. Oh, damn. That's... That's not tight at all until you kill no. somebody else as a ghost. And then the both of you ride on their back. Triple ghost. <laughs> Was that on your bingo board? That's a baseball term and a paranormal term. Ghost. I had it on my board as ghost triple, but triple ghost mm. works. I think, I think right. the judges will allow it. What about ghost runner? You ever do that when you were a kid? Yeah. You had a fake player. Yeah. Yep. Naturally, naturally bound, man. Baseball and ghosts. Anyway, here's Bryce Harper's take on the the Fister Hotel in Milwaukee. Oh, geez, Bryce. Oh, hey, speaking One of t- watching golf videos, you got to watch the video of Bryce Harper at Top Golf. Okay. Have you seen that video? No. I'll look it up. I'll add it to my playlist for this evening. Yes. One time last summer before I went to sleep, I laid a pair of jeans and a shirt on that table at the foot of the bed. Those things in hotels that you sit on to put on your shoes. <laughs> Thanks, Bryce. (laughs) I just laid them out. Simple as that. And when I woke up in the morning, I swear on everything. The clothes were on the floor and the table was on the opposite side of the room against the wall. 
I was so flustered. I honestly thought that there might be someone in my room. I had no idea what the hell just happened. So I actually looked around and then I decided to check to see if the door was still latched. And it was, I thought someone, maybe Jason worth came into my room during the night and moved everything around. Fuck you, Jason. (laughs) Meta, obviously. Uh, I knew Tyler Moore and Steve Lombardozzi were both near me too, but they said that no one had done anything like that. Now, they could be lying to me. That's possible, and no one else seemed to have a weird experience, but it really creeped me out. I went downstairs and changed my room immediately. Different room, different floor. I just said, I need to get out of that room. I don't want to talk about it. I just need out. So they moved me to a, so they moved me to a higher floor. <laughs> Bro, if I'm the front desk clerk at the Vister Hotel... <laughs> And Bryce Harper walks up and goes, I need out. I'd be like, whoa, I don't know what's going on, but I am not betting on Bryce Harper's over on hits tonight. <laughs> that guy had Did a Bryce night. Harper just kill someone in room 1320? What's that? Did that dude just kill somebody in room 1320? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got to get out of that room fast. I need out. Everything's gotta, fine. Gotta don't go. clean it for at least 48 hours till I'm out of the States. <laughs> Damn, Bryce. That was fucked. That was a bit fucked. <laughs> Uh, all right, Brandon Phillips. Wait, wait, wait. This is an old. Wait, wait, wait. Time out, time out, time out. By the way, so these are MLB ab- players from 2013. Time out, time out. We got to talk about the veracity of Bryce's story here. Okay. What's your? You want to hear them in the in the context of all of these stories about the same hotel first, though? Well, maybe I was just gonna say, like, what's your what's your take on the like what that is? Is that anything? Could it be anything? Well, was it like? Uh, Rookie of the year, maybe, where they had adjoining rooms, and maybe oh. Jason was just fucking with his stuff, because you're not going to tell somebody that you came in their room and fucked with their stuff while they were asleep, obviously. But it's like a really, it's a really weird and pedestrian way to fuck with somebody's stuff to be like, hey, bro, I moved the end of your table, end of your bed table to another place in your room, and now your clothes are on the floor. You got ghosts. Like, who's who's fucking with some like... Wouldn't you rather? That's th- what you'd do if you wanted somebody to think there was a ghost, though. Would you? Yeah, I don't know. What, what, what would be your go-to ghost move? I mean, I feel like you'd do something spookier. You'd do like more of like the voices or the pounding or the running or the like, mm. like you know, really try to like scare somebody, not just like your table moved. I don't know. But they did scare him. You got to know your audience. They freaked him out. I mean, it worked. You're right. It worked. It worked. It worked. All right. Brandon Phillips, who apparently played for the Reds in 2013. We play Milwaukee a lot, but I remember one time I came into the room and just sat on the bed. Then for some reason, the damn radio turned on. So I turned it off and got in the shower. When I was done, that motherfucker was back on. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Tight. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. You also got a 120 uh, year old electrical in that building. So, uh, well, hopefully they don't. Hopefully they've redone it at some point. You know what? That's a good point. Uh, Giancarlo Stanton. Man, I hate when we have four games there. Two, three, anything's better than four. It's freaky as shit with the headshot paintings on the walls and the old curtains everywhere. It reminds me of the Disneyland haunted house. The <laughs> less time I'm there, the better. Damn. <laughs> Damn. See, Stan's another guy where we kind of talked about this on the on last week's Patreon, but like he's a big dude. Is he, I don't know what he looks like. Giancarlo Stanton is name, like though. like one of the beefiest looking dudes I've ever seen. Hang on, let me get his I I'm I'm going. Uh I mean he's a yeah, he's a he's a big strong boy. Bro. A big strong boy? I mean, I can't really tell from these. Is he like super tall or something? Hang on. He looks like a. He's six six. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying well, to get his huge. weight. <laughs> he's six six two forty five, bro. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, if he was like five ten, he's just like a, a fairly like standard pro athlete looking dude. But if he's six six, he's a big motherfucker. He's a big motherfucker. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, these, okay. these extremely tough guys who are like. Well, we don't. I mean, he might be a. A big softy. We don't know. He might, but I'm just saying usually those big beefy dudes are dudes who have had to like put up with people trying to fuck with their shit for most of their lives because people like poking giants a little bit. 
He's so scared of ghosts. He got real buff. He got <laughs> whoop those ghosts ass. Oh. If I ever see a ghost, I'm gonna punch the shit out of it. Oh, I'm gonna uppercut Casper so good. <laughs> I dare. Uh, I Michael dare Young him. from Michael Young from the Phillies. Oh, fuck that place. Listen, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not someone who spreads ghost stories. So if I'm telling you this, it happened. A couple years ago, I was lying in bed after a game and I was out. My room was locked, but I heard footsteps inside my room stomping around. I'd heard all these stories about this hotel, so I was wide awake at that point. And then I heard it again, these footsteps on the floor. So I yelled out, hey, make yourself at home. Hang out. Have a seat. But don't wake me up, okay? What? (laughs) After that, I didn't hear a thing for the rest of the night. I just let him know he was welcome, that we could be pals that he could marinate in there for as long as he needed to, as long as he didn't wake me up. <laughs> Bro. Who has ever let the said they marinate. let a ghost <laughs> marinate in their house? Hey, bro, I just heard something real weird in your room. What was that? Oh, don't worry. That's Phil. He's just marinating. I'm sorry, Phil. Is that a friend of yours? No, he's a ghost. He's just marinating. You just got to let him simmer sometimes. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> excuse me yo i love answering whatever like not answering but like obviously this is a we interviewed a bunch of players on like field day or whatever and on field day we just said hey tell us anything about the fister hotel in milwaukee and i love the dude's initial just first six words or whatever oh fuck that place i (laughs) so good uh justin upton From the minute I walk in there, I'm freaked out. The whole place, the creepy lights, everything. I have to sleep with the blinds open and the lights on. Next time I'm finding another hotel and paying for it on my own. I can't sleep there. So this is kind of, this is all very eerily similar to a lot of the stuff we talked about with uh, the, um, uh, what's it called? The one we talked about on Friday? Uh, Skirvin Hotel in Oklahoma City. Yeah, that was the topic of our our Friday episode. Spooky Skirvin. But like everybody's like the vibes wrong. It feels weird. It's mad old. I don't like it. I buy my own room when we go to that city sometimes. <laughs> I wonder what the team rules are on that shit. Can you you can't just stay wherever you want, right? I bet you could. I bet it's probably frowned upon, but I bet it's not like against team rules. Uh Pablo Sandoval. I don't like the ghosts there. That's so matter of fact. <laughs> oh, that's not a matter of there's it's not a matter of if there are ghosts there. There are, and I'm not a fan of them. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh no, there's there's ghosts at places we stay. Some of them, mad cool. Those ones, don't like them. <laughs> not cool, not friendly. He he goes on. In 2009, I went to take a shower and I remember putting my iPod next to a speaker. When I came out, it was playing music, and I have no idea why. What? That's what they're supposed to do, bro. I left the hotel after that. I didn't want to stay there. In 2010, me and Edgar Rent- Edgar Renteria stayed down the street and paid for it on our own. Then last month, I decided to stay there again. I asked myself, why do I have to be afraid? The only thing I asked the ghosts was to let me sleep, and they did. A lot of ghost communication going on in this place. Yeah, like very it. proactive. They're trying to... They're trying to kind of like mediate the situation here. Yeah. Most people I feel like are, uh, that that's like a last resort to try to communicate and make things, you know, peaceable. Right. Medium mediators, if you will. CJ Wilson says, I've had lots of experiences there. I was on the computer one night doing my typical shtick, surfing the web, sending an email, editing a photo. Surfing and then all the of a web. sudden, <laughs> bro, thanks for telling us how computers work and what they're used this for. Was, this was from 2013, but I, I like, you know, computers, <laughs> my usual computer routine, surf the web, send an email, edit a photo. You know, I'm just computing. That also sounds like you were very much probably doing something else on your computer and you're like, <laughs> Uh, so I was on my computer doing very normal computer things that everyone <laughs> wait, wait, wait. does. Wait, wait, wait. What do people, what do you usually use computers for? Yeah. Uh, surf, you know, surfing the web, sending an email. Right, 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 right. 
And then all of a sudden the lights start flickering. I'm thinking to myself, I'm going to be so pissed if my computer dies. Does he, does he bring a desktop on the road? His computer doesn't have a battery. Um, I don't know. Maybe he's got like a universal charger of some kind. I don't understand. I don't understand. Then the lights just shut off and the TV shuts off and then the light turns back on, but the light at the front door turns off. And I just yelled out, really? <laughs> Wait, at the front door? What does that mean? Yeah, you know, usually in like in a lot of hotel rooms, there'll be like that one light that just sort of like just lights up the entryway to the, your room. Yeah. I'm guessing that that's what it means. Like that one went out, but the other ones came back on. Okay. I don't know. I can get behind it. Uh, then he says, I have this thing with ghosts. You just got to engage them or confront them. Just say, Hey man, I'm here to chill out. I'm here. I'm just here to send some emails. No big deal. Just leave me alone. Okay. Again, very, very good communication. A lot of ghost communication going on uh-huh. here. So after that, I went back to whatever I was doing on the computer. His, you could not describe casual laptop use any more suspiciously yeah. than CJ Wilson is. <laughs> I was not hacking a mainframe or on any website I shouldn't have been on. I was not looking at anything adult. Everything spreadsheets. Photo editing, (laughs) emails, and Wikipedia. Wikipedia exclusively. (laughs) Safe search was on the whole time. I swear to God, you guys. 30 minutes later, there's scratching in the walls. Now I'm thinking, okay, it's the Midwest. There could be a possum or something in the wall, right? (laughs) That's possible, isn't it? All I know is that there was definitely noises coming from the wall. I just said out loud again. Can you please just leave me alone? I'm really trying to work here. I love that he thinks the Midwest is just full of possums. Yeah, what is that <laughs> logic? Possums everywhere in Milwaukee. You know, the Midwest where city, vermin dude. live. What? <laughs> At this point, I'm on edge. I'm literally looking to see if there are people in the hallway, if somebody's trying to pull something on me. We do that sometimes. Take a guy's key card and hide in the closet or behind the shower and jump out. But then the lights really start going crazy, and I'm like, are you kidding me? I don't want anything from you. Leave me alone. Or write it down. Write down what you want, but I can't communicate with you through the lights. (laughs) Damn. Okay, wait. So this is not only communication. This is like, how can we continue to communicate even more efficiently? Uh Uh-huh. Damn. Damn. The next day, we all show up at the park, and everyone has this uneasy feeling like we had bad Chinese food or something. And I, said, okay. and I said to one of my teammates, you wouldn't believe the shit that was going on in my hotel room last night. And another guy said, oh my God, are you talking about that shit you heard? Everybody had a story. One dude got locked in his bathroom and he had to get the hotel to let him out. <laughs> another guy, another guy had the lights turn off when he was in the shower and another guy saw something. I don't get terribly concerned unless things start shattering in the room. So it was fine. I don't need that much sleep anyway, but you just get a vibe when you walk in. It almost feels like you're in Prague or something. Very gothic. Lots of gold enamel, you know, Prague filled with ghosts. Yeah. Lots of gold enamel crosswalks and crosswalks and atriums everywhere. Okay. Being on the road so much, we're used to a standard cookie cutter place, but this hotel really stands alone. Bro, I'm a huge fan of this dude being like, hey, I only start freaking out when shit starts breaking. Like that man has seen some shit in his life. If his bar How many for ghosts when he has CJ Wilson seen. Yeah. Like when he really is like, Hey, look, I'll, I'll deal with a lot. You can turn my radio on. You can move my furniture around. I don't really care when you start. Break, don't break anything. Yeah. You start breaking vases. Then we got a problem. Like, bro, what have you seen, man? Just let me send my God dang emails. Unreal. Uh, last one, Shane Victorino. Come on. I don't believe in all that shit. I know one of my teammates freaked out once because the lights were f- flickering, but it's not haunted. There's nothing wrong with that hotel. Well, we have one dissenting opinion. I was going to say, it sounds like hella people would disagree with you. <laughs> yes. It also sounds like he's roasting CJ Wilson, but, but this is, uh, they, Pulled people from one, two, three, four, five, six, seven different teams. So I gotta, I gotta imagine. See, and this is this is one of the things that I'm like super curious about because 
when we were talking about the Skirvin. Skirvin? Yeah, Skirvin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. When we were talking about the Skirvin, they only interviewed NBA players, right? Yes. And for this, they only interviewed MLB players. And I would be super curious to know if the legend translates across leagues or if it's like an urban well, legend that's sort of league specific. Cause like, I have to imagine when people go play the bucks, they probably also stay in that same hotel. Like it would make sense that I don't know though. Those, those stadiums are in very different places. Oh, that's a good point. You know what I mean, but if there were like, if there were sports that share the same arena, I bet, I bet there are some. Yeah. Where like the uh, NFL team and a NBA team or something would, or no, I guess maybe like, I don't know, basketball and hockey. Right. Or like, you know, the garden, right. In New York, that's both of those, isn't it? Basketball and hockey. Yeah. Uh, no, the Rangers play somewhere else, I think. Or was it at one point? Maybe whatever. There used to be a couple that were baseball and football, right? Oh no. The Rangers play like at MSG. Candlestick or I'm wrong. something. Why did I think the Rangers played somewhere else? I don't know. I'm stupid. Or some of those were like some cities where like they're all sort of in the same part of the city. Right. Right. I think Philly is like that. But you got to have a haunted hotel. Right. For that to pay off. Ryan, before we get into our next story, let's take a quick second to talk about better help. This week's episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. BetterHelp can assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist in as little as 24 hours. It's not self-help, it's professional counseling. You can send a message to your counselor at any time and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, all without ever having to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. And it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. Their service is available worldwide and they have iOS and Android apps. And they have licensed professional counselors who specialize in depression, anxiety, trauma, relationships, LGBT matters, and a whole bunch of other things. So you can get started today by going to betterhelp.com slash what if and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash what if. All right, so we got uh, baseball, basketball. I got a football one. Uh-oh. And it's not ghosts, it's UFOs. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Let's go. Aaron Rodgers claims he saw a UFO in 2005. Oh, fantastic. Let's go. <laughs> uh, it was when he was at UC Berkeley. And apparently he and his teammate, Steve Levy, Levy, I don't know, L-E-V-Y. I believe you. Um, and, and a third unnamed person saw a UFO in New Jersey. Rogers says it was a large orange left to right moving object because it was overcast and snowing. You couldn't really make out. It was kind of behind the clouds we were seeing, but it was definitely large moving from left to right. It was me, Steve, and his brother that saw it, and it goes out of sight, and we all look at each other and say, oh, wait, wait. Wait. I don't know where it is. Oh, oh, (laughs) come on. We all look at each other and say, what in the fuck was that? Boom. (laughs) That's the actual quote from Aaron Rodgers. What in the fuck was that? Does he really say that? Fantastic. (laughs) Fantastic. Um, so he doesn't elaborate too much more, but he said that after they saw this thing, they then saw fighter jets moving in the same direction and a siren from a nearby nuclear plant. Oh, okay. Let's get spicy. Uh I like it. I like it. So the description is not a lot other than like an orange light that they didn't get a good look at, but the fighter jets and, and siren is interesting. Yeah. I mean, you're in Jersey, like, I don't know. 
What? Well, I'm just, <laughs> there are lots of sirens and weird lights in Jersey. I'm just saying, like, I don't know. You're in like a well. I guess it depends on where you are in Jersey. But where did they? Where did he say they were? Uh, hold on a second. Uh, doesn't say. This article I'm reading suggests it that they were near McGuire Air Force Base. Okay. Uh, Salem County, New Jersey. I guess I was just thinking like you, you said he's with a teammate. If he's there for a college or professional sport of any kind, I would imagine he's in a relatively like, yeah, I guess we could, we could probably figure this out real developed quick. area. Uh, I'm just saying like, you s- like the, the UFO sighting is interesting, but there being like sirens or things adjacent doesn't seem as crazy to me. I'm going to look up the U- UC Golden Bears 2005 football schedule and see what, if they had a road game in New Jersey. Um, no. <laughs> what, what the fuck? My. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't appear that they did. Sacramento State, Washington, Illinois, New Mexico State, Arizona, UCLA, Oregon. I got, I got nothing. Maybe it was like a pre. Do they play preseason games in college football? Uh, yeah, they do. Well, no, they. It's non-conference, so sort of, but no, not really. Well, it was not for a game then. All right. I don't know. Whatever. Well. All right. I mean, I've got. No- I no go ahead. I, no, I like I like I'm fascinated by anyone having an experience that they self-identify as a UFO just yes. just because there are a lot of ways to be like, "Huh, that was weird. Maybe it was a this. Maybe it was a that." Like there's a lot of ways to write that off mentally, but to self-identify and be able to talk about it after the fact as a thing just says a it, lot about not- where your brain's at. Yeah, and it's not super clear why. I mean, it could have been a bunch of things, right? Like that could have been an aircraft or a meteor or who knows what else. Um, especially if you're only seeing something through clouds, like right. I don't know. I, I have a slightly uh, more specific one for you, Ryan. Let's go. Aaron Davis was abducted by aliens. All right. <laughs> Going to need a timeout here real quick. <laughs> sure. Sure. Going to need a timeout. Is this a real thing from him? Do we have Baron Davis quotes here? Oh, absolutely. Okay. I'd, I'm I'd not, be happy to inform you. Uh, what are we talking? Is this Nick's era? Baron Davis? Yeah. Two, 2013. When I believe he would have been playing for the Knicks. Uh, I think that's Knicks. Let me check quick. Um, this was July of 2013. Uh, what? So it's off season, I guess. But this says his final season was the 11-12 season. Okay, so it would have been the summer after that, maybe. Yeah, looks like that would have been his first. Season. Oh yeah, post, actually, post yeah. This article, this article says former Knicks player. So got it. Okay, so the, the, year, the year he stopped. The year being after a he Nick. retired. Got it. Yep. Uh, okay. He says, "I was on my way from Vegas to L.A. and I'm tired, and I'm a little tired, and I see this light, and I think it's a big ass truck. But the next thing you know, I'm like, dude, what?" is this fucking steel thing? What I was, no, 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 sorry. These quotes are hard because they censor a lot of things. Okay. Uh, the next thing you know, dude, like I was in this fucking steel thing. What? Yeah. That's a big difference. <laughs> um, inside he was stuck with quote, these fucking crazy looking people who were like, Half human, half fucking ugly motherfucker. Wait, wait, wait. Time out, time out, time out. Okay, first of all, 
That's incredible. Half, half ugly looking motherfuckers is a fantastic phrase. Ha- half human, half fucking ugly motherfuckers half should definitely be on the list. Half motherfuckers. Half human, half fucking ugly motherfuckers is for sure going on yep. the list. Mm-hmm. He was saying he's on his way from Vegas to LA. Is he in an airplane? No. Okay. Sorry. He's driving from Vegas to LA. Okay. I'll just summarize it because these quotes are a little confusing. He's driving from Vegas to LA and he sees a light. And at first he thinks it's a big truck coming towards him, but then suddenly he's inside of a UFO and there are aliens there. Baron, that's a very large leap. My guy. (laughs) Well, you were driving a moving vehicle and then you were in the sky with some half fucking ugly fucking looking motherfuckers. (laughs) (laughs) That's a lot, bro. Then he says, dude, they were poking me on my nose and shit. They were poking on my nose and they were like looking in my eyes. They had my hands tied up. And the next thing you know, I was fucking in Montebello, dude, burning rubber on the way back to L.A. It was like four in the morning. What? What? I just got off the next exit, went to In-N-Out Burger and then went home. (laughs) You know what? I'm going to be honest. Uh Well done. If I got abducted in California (laughs) and I got dropped at four in the morning, I'm 100% going to In-N-Out Burger. I'll be like, if I've earned anything right now, it's a (laughs) double-double. So we're doing it. Yep. So I have some follow-up. With Baron. Yeah. Oh, go On July... July 12th of 2013, he tweeted, that alien thing is a joke. Please help me. What? People people are outside my house in black suits. Hashtag JK. Hashtag men in black. Baron, bro, we got to get Baron on the show. He's uh, He, uh, he knows the, the ropes, man. Did the men in black get to him and silence him? No, but he obviously knows what, like, he's talking about, you know? Mm, <laughs> is, well, this, yes. is this a cry for help? No, no, no. He's like, just kidding. What? Ha, 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 help me. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> he went out and said it. On, on So this came from, uh, he did an interview on a podcast in 2013. Yeah. The, I should care, credit them, the, the Champs podcast. Okay. So he goes on the podcast, talks about his his alien experience, and then sends a joking tweet saying that alien thing was a joke, but also the men in black are here. I'm saying, did the men in black hear the podcast and then show up at his door and say, hey, man, you keep talking about this alien shit. We're going to make your heart disappear. Mm. And Baron Davis is like, hey, I need that heart, bro. I got I got to be got in, you, like- I got to be in the big three soon. <laughs> Exactly. Let me let me send out a retraction tweet. <laughs> but also send help. <laughs> but also please help me. Also, someone please come kill these men in black for me so that they stop fucking with me. That's my favorite one by a mile so far, just for the record. I mean, okay, I don't understand like I don't understand the the flip flop there. It's a pretty specific story to later be like Nah, it was just a joke. Like, what? I mean, I could see someone going on a podcast and just telling a wild-ass story for the sake of telling a wild-ass story on a podcast. I mean, I guess. <laughs> that's that's essentially what we're doing right now. Yeah, but you're talking about, like, that would be like if you or I just straight up invented a completely random thing at a very random specific time and place. I don't know. It just seems it's weird. It's weird. Oh, it's definitely weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like it seems plausible at least that you would make something like that up just for the fuck of it. Yeah. I guess. I just weird to how long how long after he originally told that story was he like, "Oh, BTW, that was a joke?" Wait, sorry, you cut out for a second. How long was what? How long after he originally told the story of what happened to him did he so, post a whatever, haha, I'm fine, also help me? Yeah, so the, the tweet saying it was a joke 
was July 12th of 2013. I don't know when the podcast aired. I mean, it must have been like within a day or two because this article says is dated August 1st. And it says that the event was two weeks ago. So I don't know exactly, but it seems like within a, a, a day or a couple days. Yeah, I was going to say within within the week or whatever. Yeah. All right. All right. That That is more normal than like if he'd waited three years and then was like, ha ha, I was just kidding about that shit from way long ago. Right. But it's still weird to and, say and then retract regardless. I haven't listened to the podcast episode too, so maybe there's some, I'm sure there's some context that we're missing. Yeah, I like suppose. Maybe maybe it's obvious that he's fucking around if you actually listen sure. to it. Sure. Uh, I don't know if that podcast exists anymore though. Got him. <laughs> well, no, I just, I mean, it's, that was seven years ago. No, I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, it, it does still exist. Um, Wow, this is how they this is the the show notes for that episode. Two-time All-Star Baron Davis sits down with the champs to talk about balling out, growing up in South Central LA, the loneliness of being an NBA player and his plans for his potential retirement. Uh, the man said he was abducted by aliens. And, not, and not worth a mention? And you're not going to mention it. Not one time. Not once. <laughs> Oh man, that's rowdy, <laughs> dude. I'm sorry. I gotta, I gotta turn off all notifications in the future before we start recording this shit. Why? What happened? But I, so I have my iMessages not open, but like I get notifications on my computer, mm -hmm. and I just got a text. And for whatever reason, my iMessages like never connects. Uh my contacts to actual phone numbers. So it just always says people's phone numbers. Sure. So you don't entirely know who's texting you when it comes in. Yeah. Until I like see the context or, you know, some people's numbers. I, I remember, uh, it just said, Hey, do you know of any black owned businesses I can buy a crystal ball from? I'd like to use my skills for good. Fire dude. <laughs> Fire. <laughs> you want to take a guess who it's from? Fire. He's been on the podcast before. Um, Damn. Been on the show before. Just once. I feel like that might be Sims. No, that's a decent guess though. Um Black owned business I could buy a Chris Crump? Oh, also a good guess, but no. Okay. Andrew Poitras. Poitras. Getting into crystal ball gazing, apparently. My powers for good. Don't know what that part means. I, I didn't know he had ball gazing powers, but he's out here seeing the future on these on these fools, bro. He Hell knows yeah. he knows what's up. Hell yeah. Um. All right, I've got one more. I kind of saved the worst one for last, though. Unfortunately, um, we'll make it the it's best another, one, bro. Fuck it. It's another alien. It's another alien abduction one. Okay. This time soccer. This time soccer. Soccer football for the rest of the world. Guarantee I probably don't know who it is. Um this is who is this? What's this dude's name? Uh all right. I can't find the guy's name. Mm -hmm. Teammate. Uh whatever. This story's dumb. A <laughs> soccer player got abducted by aliens. <laughs> Life comes at you fast, bro. Life. Ryan, I may not have read all of these before we started recording. You know what? Shit happens. Shit happens. It does. Manu Ginobili saw a UFO too, so... You know. Word? Yes, word, bruv. That one I'm very interested to hear. Okay, well, let me tell you the story real quick, and we'll close on that one instead. Perfect. Uh, in December of 2010... The uh, -huh. uh, San Antonio Spurs were in Los Angeles playing the Clippers. Mm -hmm. And uh, Manu and another player 
and who I don't have a name for. And the, um, you said 2010, 2010, I'm going to pull up their roster and just find the funniest player for it the to funniest be. player for that to be correct on. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. Dewan Blair. Remember that guy? Who? Tim Duncan. Dewan Blair. He went to Pitt and then got drafted by the Spurs and then he had no knees or something. Absolutely um, do not remember that person. Richard Jefferson. Tiago Splitter. Ooh. Let's say... I mean, let's be honest. It's funnier. It's there's no one's funnier than Tim Duncan. It was Tim Duncan and Mario Ginobili. Tight. And then the head of security for the Spurs actually filmed it with his cell phone camera. The the UFO sighting? Correct. Ooh, do we have that video? Um, so I found a link to a TMZ article from the time, but the video wouldn't nice. load. So I don't know if the TMZ article no longer has the video or if the video no longer exists at all. This is the problem with stories from a decade ago. It is. It is. And he also, uh, he posted a, uh, a Facebook post about it and linked to a twitvid.com link, which is also, is that also dead for sure? No longer alive. Damn it. Um, so, I don't know, but essentially, long story short, they saw what they claimed was a mysterious flame in the sky Ooh! and moving through the sky. They said two okay. bright flaming objects descending, one of which was rapidly changing direction. Descending... But rapidly change, like, so, like, zigzagging, but descending or something? Uh, my guess is, like, like coming down, but, like, left and right, kind of, like you're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, But. Lots of switchback turns. Yeah, a little bit of that, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Okay. Um, they later, w- when he posted his Facebook post, he later said that he thought it was... Uh, I have the Spanish translated into English. It was most likely a species of space vehicle called the X 37 B, which was supposed to land in that area between December 3rd and 6th. However, you said X 37 B X 37 B. However, this happened on December 1st. So that would be three days earlier from whatever was, projected mm. and it happened at 5:10 Pacific. Let's see. Um and and what they have reports I mean we wouldn't we wouldn't necessarily know about test flights though, right? We wouldn't, but the idea I believe was that this thing was like in space and coming back to Vandenberg Air Force Base in California. And we have records of that thing returning to Vandenberg Air Force Base at 1.16 a.m. Pacific time on December 3rd. So he tried to excuse it as, well, some people said this was in the area, so maybe that's what I was seeing. But his experience happened at 5.10 p.m. on December 1st. So it seems like he was maybe trying to be like, oh, people are telling me maybe this is what I saw, so I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. But people looked at it later and was like, no, we have documentation of when that thing landed, and that was not the same. Huh. So, yeah, he said it was in the sky. It was towards Santa Barbara from Los Angeles, and that's all he could really say. Um, like I said, I, I I haven't actually seen the video. I clicked a bunch of the links and tried to find a version of it. Um, so we got to get Manu on the show also what you're saying manu and baron got to come through and talk about their ufo experiences amazing and then also who would win in a game of one-on-one and then also which big three teams they're going to be like most triumphant with is uh is that happening this year man i don't think anything's happening this year (laughs) fair let's not end with that i wish it were they were going to be here this year, too, just to make it even more depressing. Womp, 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 womp. Well, that's the end of the episode. hey <laughs> Uh 
Go to at what if pod on Instagram if you want to see me follow my ass. Uh, oh yeah. Speaking of speaking of notifications, my phone has already uh, blown itself up, so it seems like people are already finding that on the Insta. I only saw one of them pop up, and it said, "I'm making that sound my ringtone." Fantastic. <laughs> so, I honestly, it, nothing would well. make me happier. Um, last week's Patreon, that was the precursor to this episode, is available for free right now as you're listening to this at patreon.com slash what if podcast. So go check that out. Yeah. Uh, we know we owe you a voicemail episode and we owe you a live episode. Look, life's been a little crazy. So we love you guys and we're sorry, but also we'll get there. And but also, we don't owe you shit. <laughs> Shit's going on right now. All right. Life's a little cray. Uh, but if you do want to leave us a voicemail in preparation for that, it's 612-246-4614. Go get an at-cost bucket hat in the store at <laughs> shop.whatifpodcast.com. Uh, send us an email at hi at whatifpodcast.com. That's all I know. We love you guys. Well, that depends. Can you go fuck yourself? We love you guys. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.